I think it's good. I like it. I think it, it leaves a little bit of a bitter aftertaste in my mouth. Yeah, honestly, based on the reviews that I read, I did not think I was going to like it. Um, but I'm into this. Like, if I got this and I, I'd be like, oh, I like this. Yeah, I do. I do like it. I would, like, drink it on the reg, like, again. I can't. Mm-hmm. This is it's been so long since I've had a beer. I know. Like, I know. So long. We're back with the beer, baby. Also, I like love the colors of the can. I yeah. guess we'll get into it, but um, I also just uh, because we went from so we were only drinking the seltzers, and then when we went to the to the distillery, it was uh, I mean obviously it's a distillery, so it was only the cocktails. Um, mm-hmm. So it's really been a, a hot minute since we've done a at least for me anyway drank a beer. Yeah, I mean I've been to breweries like recently, so I can't, I can't say the same. But on the pod, on the pod, on the pod, yeah. Welcome to Brews on Film, everyone. We hope you had a wonderful Mother's Day. All the moms, shout out all the moms, shout out all the moms. <laughs> we are continuing our month of moms with. I don't I don't know how to describe this movie. I'll say it. And I will say, can I have a disclaimer? Yeah. Um, I lied to every single person on the podcast when I, ooh, all of our listeners, when I said that Danny DeVito is in this. It's just some other, like, um, balding white man. Yeah. Um, and isn't it the guy from Parent Trap? Or not Parent Trap, what's it called? The, uh, that Christmas movie? What Christmas movie? Or no, movie? it's not him. What Christmas movie? Um, you know, the one Home Alone? I don't think so. It didn't. That, I don't know this man. That Bob Hoskins. Okay, hold on. Um, I do have the text from you, um, where you sent to me yesterday at seven fifty six p.m. I'm a liar. <laughs> <laughs> it's another. It's another bald man. Um. Wait, I lied. It's not. It's not even the guy in Home Alone either. Yeah, the only I other thing I that I know alone. that he was in is Hook. Yeah, he was Smee. Oh, it said he was okay. me. He said he was in Made in Manhattan. Oh, okay. We love that, J-Lo. <laughs> he was, like, obsessed with our bathroom the other day. Really? I just kept wanting to go in our bathroom, yeah. Oh. I wonder if there's, like, a scent or something. Yeah, maybe. Where is he now? Back He's on his so bed? Weird. He's over here. So, anyway, yeah. If you guys hear clinkle, 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 um, I just got a D.O single g and he's kind of just like roaming around i don't he's like obsessed with going in our bedroom now too okay whatever i'll ignore him yeah i feel like just let him roam i guess roam if you want to that's for that's for lenny that's what lenny says (laughs) um oh yeah so the dog's name is lenny yes yeah after much deliberation yeah, and literally not, at, like, after anything. It's literally just, like, he responded to Lenny. Lenny was one of the names that I just came up with, and I was like, I like, it's, like, sounds like a dog name. And that's what it is. Hold on. Let me just give me one second. I just don't want him. It's the one time he decides to walk around. <laughs> He's literally, hold on, just sitting. <laughs> He's literally just outside. I'll text it to you. Hold on. He's literally just sitting in front of our bed, just sitting there. Oh, he's so tiny. Yeah, he is really, really small. 
Like he looks like he looks like like he's like in a world of giants in that picture. <laughs> he's, he's as so, big as the shoes. <laughs> he is. He's so cute. Does but he, he's not doing anything. He's just sitting in does there. Does he do so this? I don't often? whatever. Does he do what? does he do this often? Like just roam into rooms? Not really. Sometimes he'll walk around. He's been saying just like in this room and he'll walk around in circles and then just like not in circles, but walk around the room a bunch of times and then just sit. Yeah. So I don't know. This is new for him to just go into our bedroom and sit. But Wow. See? I don't hear anything. He's literally not moving. Like, I don't hear anything. Things are happening. Lenny's roaming. Um, <laughs> do you have any any pop culture? Anything? You want to talk a little summer um, house? I thought we talked summer. We didn't we talk did, summer did, house. But it wasn't, I want to talk Roni. I just want to talk Roni. Go ahead. That's all I want to think. That well, we had the Real Housewives of New York season premiere. Um, I thought it was great. Honestly, yeah. um, we've got a new castmate, Ebony. I think she is she's i don't think she i don't know maybe she could be someone that the the ladies are already just friends with but i think you needed leah as like a catalyst because it seems like they're actually like really friends like when they're sitting on the bench talking it's like that's how friends talk it's not how like housewives friends talk right um but so she's kind of like a breath of fresh i would say yeah i agree um and um sonia i am feeling very sad for Sonia. Um, she seems a little unhinged. Um, she always is. So I just started again, guys, I'm rewatching casually, not in any time or anything like that. I am rewatching, um, all of Roni from the start. And I just started when, um, Sonia was brought in. So like mid season three and she's always been cuckoo kadoo, like, um, saying things that you don't expect and like all this stuff, but it's in a much more at the start of the season is in a sad way, which is like very much relatable and understandable. She also like the pandemic hit her hard, just like it hit millions of Americans and millions and jillions of bajillions of people all over the world. So it's definitely relatable, but I just feel sad for her watching it. I do as well. Um, I love Sonia. I have a soft spot for Sonia. This is a Sonia. We stand Sonia on this pod. Yes. Um, I will say uh, the first interaction that she had with Ebony, who is um, a black cast member, the first black cast member on Roni, which is insane to say, um, was talking about how she had lots of different colored fish in her koi pond. Um <laughs> And she prefaces it by saying, I'm not politically correct, but I see, do you see that I have a bunch of different colored fish? And then yes. Ebony <laughs> unfortunately had to play along and was like, oh, yeah. And you have some fat fish and some skinny fish. You're body positive. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that was like so unnecessary. But I was like... Why? Why? I also feel like maybe Sonia hasn't seen anyone, and they also what they started filming in what like November, September. September, yeah, yeah. They usually film in the fall for Roni. Um, Yeah, that's why I I ask the question: Are Sonia's interns considered essential workers? (laughs) Because they are scuttling around that house 
as if no mask, not a mask, not a mask inside, as if the pandemic is not happening outside. They they honestly might be living with, they might be quarantining with Sonia. I think they live with Sonia. No, but I think that's what it is. God, I, what I would give to go back in time and be one of Sonia's interns. Yeah, I would love I to mean, learn how still, to draw. A bath. There's still there's still time. Like you can go get your master's degree, or go like go to school for your master's degree, and then on the side intern for Sonia because she'll teach you how the real life things like. Right. How to load a dishwasher yeah. and how to draw uh, a bath. How to draw a bath. Literally wild though, but I am I am yeah, happy. So I'm it's happy back. the ladies are back. I think that the season's gonna it looks like it's gonna be good. Yeah. And we have Beverly Hills coming next week. I just you know what, I'm like not I watched Beverly Hills here and there. I used to be ride or die for it. Like I loved it. But you wanna watch and... don't you wanna watch it this season because of the Erica stuff? Yeah, I do, but there's they don't make me excited like the New York ladies make me excited. Okay, uh, I have a question like, for New you. York ladies feel home to me. <laughs> um, Beverly Hills feels like not home. Like summer, like summer house feels home to me. Okay, Jersey housewives even, don't feel home to you, even though you no, even though we live in Jersey. No, they do not feel home to me at all. <laughs> they feel a different planet. Yes. But, like, I would say Potomac ladies, they make me feel home. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, Salt Lake City, when it was airing, made me feel home. Yeah, I think so. I think it's like they were, like, a new home. Like, I was still, get, like, you know, they had the new much, smell. Much like Lenny is learning your new home, <laughs> we were learning the Salt Lake City new home. Let me just check if he's still learning. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? He's not sitting anymore. He's now just laying in front of the okay. um, dresser. Okay. Progress. Why? That's your why. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he didn't like your voice. <laughs> <laughs> that was so rude. So <laughs> I'm trying to think why. I, I think maybe because you did this. Because it was right after you did the slap. And I woke him up, right? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I couldn't see if he was sleeping. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's okay still. So yeah. Um. I've were were you planning on rewatching all of Roni or just season one? And then and and obviously once you start, you can't stop. No, I was like wanted something to just like be able to put on, drop in, drop out. Yeah. Like like I'm not watching it every day. Yeah. But when I, like but on Saturday when we got the dog and then Vin went to see his friends. For like later on in the night, and I stayed home with the dog. Mm-hmm. Did I watch seven hours worth of Roni? Absolutely. And it flew by. It flew by. Yeah. And there's times where I'm like Jill Zarin, I love her, I miss her. And there's times like I can't deal. I yeah. can't deal. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel with her, and I and I and I think that she's better as a, as a friend, like popping in and out. Hmm. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited. I don't really have like that much pop culture stuff. There's not like a lot going on. Yeah, I don't have anything. I don't think. Um, they announced that they that NBC will not be airing the 2022 Golden Globes, um, because of all of the shenanigans and horribleness that is associated with the Hollywood Ford and Press. So they are not airing the Golden Globes, um, and they hope that. You know the the goal is that the Hollywood Foreign Press will 
fucking get their shit together and stop being a racist organization um, that accepts bribes from people. Uh, and then the show will be able to go on in 2023. But that's like, that was some big news on uh, film Twitter all yesterday. That is kind of cool, though, for them to step. And I'm also going to be like, to be completely, like, I think it's definitely like a standard, very like cool of them to do as like a network. But it's also like, how much money was the Golden Globes really bringing them in? Nobody really watches like. Well, so it's it was still consistently bringing in. Um, I mean, the numbers weren't great this year, but in past they were still bringing in close to 20 million like okay. like viewers, but the NBC was paying sixty million dollars a year, like to the Hollywood Foreign Press. What? Um, wow! In order yeah. in order to have like a contract, being like you're not gonna put on your show like anywhere else. Um, wow! So I also think that they, I think it is a stand. I also think that like this past year, obviously we were in the pandemic. The numbers were not good. They were like, I want to say like low teens as far wow. as like people who watched. Um, maybe like close to like 11, 10 million. Um, so I also think that, you know, NBC is, was like, if we're going to be paying $60 million, then, you know, $10 million, 10 million, you know, viewers is not probably what we were expecting and granted pandemic times. But I, I think that it's been a long time coming with the Hollywood foreign press. And, you know, uh, we talked about it a little bit this past year when I was telling, you know, the people of the pod and you about like how they were, they would accept bribes and they would accept gift baskets and they would accept trips and they would accept this. And that's why it's sometimes like we would, we would joke about it or I would joke about it and be like the golden globes, the craziest nominations, but it's because like, you know, they were allegedly getting bribed and yeah. You know, um, also the fact that there was not a single black or person of color that was represented in uh, the, you know, this fake journalism organization uh, on top of like some sexual assault like things that were going on. So it's just, it just it has not been a good, uh, you know, couple of days for, to, for the Hollywood Forum Press. And uh, Tom Cruise gave back all three of his Golden Globe awards that he won. And he said, I don't want them anymore. Um, okay. He, uh, like Amazon, Amazon and other like, uh, studios were pulling out of, like, even wanting to have their films, uh, like, up for awards from them. Actors were pull- wow. actors were pulling out and saying that they were not going to attend the Golden Globes. So I think it just, uh, it was inevitable that, that uh, it was not going to be broadcast. Uh, hopefully they'll be able to replace it with something else. Who knows what? I don't, I don't know. Do we just, like, invent a new award, award show? I mean, why not? Yeah, let me do it. I will do it. I will take that on. I will literally take that on. So, I don't know. That's it. That's just some cool. Uh, I mean, not cool, but interesting. Interesting, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know anything else. You want to get into the get into the groove? Yeah, let's get into it. So, we are doing, um, for our second uh, mom movie, we are doing 1990s Mermaids. Um, this was a Harley Chase request. Yes. So I really remember watching this film. I don't know if I watched it a lot as a youth, but I'm saying I've watched it many uh, times that it left enough times that it left like a, 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 like an effect on me, me being like, 
I think final. I will tell you, I haven't watched it in my adult life, uh-huh. probably like my, or at least since like probably high school. Uh-huh. And I don't consider myself turning into an adult until I turn twenty five. So I've only been an adult for one year. Um, <laughs> so I again haven't watched it in my adult life. But I will say, like I, I. Joe, I don't really pay attention. Of course, like I pay attention to the movie. I know what's going on, but I'm so enamored with Cher the entire time that it's hard for me to literally care about the movie. Okay. And I think that that's fair. And I think that uh, part of the reason why they cast Cher in this movie is to distract from some of the stuff um, that's happening in this, in this film. Yeah, for um, sure. We'll talk about it. Cause I yeah. have thoughts. Um, and but yeah, let me, yeah. Let me tell what yeah. we're drinking. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so today, guys, I, as you heard in the beginning, we are back with the beer, and we are drinking um, Troptimistic. Um, it's a wheat ale with passion fruit and kiwi, and it's by Sweetwater Brewing Company, and they are um, a brewing company in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, they're really known for their Sweetwater 420, is like their big one. That's everywhere. Um, it's an IPA. Um, I got this cause honestly, like there was a fish, mermaids, things like that. Also, cause I kind of wanted to try it. It looks like more of like summery flavors. And as we are quickly, quickly approaching summer, I tell you guys by the next time you listen to this podcast, it's going to be August, but, <laughs> um, it might be, um, but hold on, let me pull myself. Yeah. Okay. So. Traptimistic. They um they say it's an they like um say it's an adjective and then their definition of it is an uplifting mindset inspired by thoughts and vibes of the, of an island escape. Um, the tropical hops paired with passion fruit and kiwi um encourage a traptimistic outlook um, that will take you on an exotic getaway for your senses. Um, that's how they describe it. Okay. Um. It's five percent alcohol, so like you know, as much as a white claw, um, and it is twenty four um, IBU, so it shouldn't be too bitter. However, I think I am getting yes some bitterness yes. in there yes. more than I would think for that number. Um, so the hops that we have in here are Sultana, and then it's dry hopped with an El Dorado. Um, malt is Pilsner malted wheat and wheat flakes and then its flavor profiles are kiwi passion fruit creamy which i wouldn't say i'm getting um and then tropical which yeah i would agree yeah yeah i don't get the creamy at all no no i've had something just like this like in my lifetime it's very familiar to me um okay so as I said earlier in the pod, it didn't have the most shining reviews, but I wouldn't say they were terrible. Definitely like very middle of the road. Um, so I'm going to read you some reviews off of Beer Advocate. This is also new. They only dropped this like maybe in March oh, or oh. or February. Like or it's it's not, it hasn't been around for a while. It is seasonal. So it is going to be one. If they do it again, it will only come out in this spring, summer time. Um, okay. So this guy drank it in, on March 19th. Um, and you drink it in Mississippi and he says on draft poured out a clear golden orange with a small off white head of foam. Um, it left some 
Sudsy Trail of Lace. I'm drinking mine out of a bottle. I could see the lace on yours already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, on the glass. And it smells of berries, caramel, um, wheat, and yeast. Um, very sweet tasting with a strong berry presence. Um, a little overly sweet. I don't think it's overly sweet. I do think that it is very berry for there to be no berries in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's sm- like strawberry is it like that artificial strawberry kind of like flavor okay so out of five what do you think this is um i'm gonna say that it's like a three 3.05 wow wow right there damn okay so next one this guy drank it in florida and he drank it on march 13th Quite surprised with this, dot, dot, dot. Expecting a wheat, and I got a funky dank IPA. I don't think this is one of Sweet um, Water's better offerings. Indeed, this is certainly not, dot, dot, dot. Have you had 420? Yeah. Where does this compare to that? Um, I can't even, I don't remember what it tastes like, honestly. (laughs) I've had it, I just don't remember. Yeah. Um... I'm going to say that that guy gave it a 2.7. 2.94. But I will say I agree with him. Like, and I usually don't love, sometimes I don't love a wheat beer, but I'm liking this more. And I think because it's really masked by whatever the fruit that they're using. But it does give me some, I guess it's to the dry hopping that's giving us that bite at the end. It's very it's bitter like, at the end. And, yeah. and I agree with your sentiment where you said it tastes like something I've had before because that was my first thought when I drank it. I was like, I I know I've never had it before, but it tastes very similar to a beer that I've probably had. Yeah. Okay, final one here. And this one is from someone who lives in Missouri and they drank it on March 10th. Um, poured from a bottle, golden on color with a white head, smells of tropical fruits, pineapples, mangoes, limes, and oranges, which are basically all tropical fruits. Um, kind of weird flavor, maybe too many, wait, maybe too many different things going on. Okay. Um, tastes like tropical fruit candy, not bad, but not what I hoped for. Out of five. 3.2. You're pretty good this time. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. (laughs) We haven't read them in a while, so we haven't done them because we haven't done beer in a while, so... Um, I, I agree that I feel like it's very middle of the pact for me. Um, maybe less on the, like, I'm leaning towards, like, on the less side. Just because of that really, I don't know what it is. For me, it's super bitter at the end. Um, Yeah. And I don't love that taste that it leaves in my mouth. For me personally. And I, like, don't, like, know, like, where I would want to drink this again, you know? I don't know. I'll definitely drink it again. I will say I gave some of it to my dad to try, and he really liked it. That's why I gave you two. Yeah. Because I figured your dad would want to try. Um, but I'm not. I'm. I don't. I don't hate it. I'll say that. I'm not. I'm not going to write a review that says that it's dank. You know. Because it's not to me. It's not. Um. All right, Harley. What's the Rotten Tomatoes score on Mermaids? Uh, sixty-two. Seventy-four. Okay. There's no critics consensus. Um, the film. This is 1990. 1990. 
It's. I thought it was older. I don't know. Um, because but, it's 1960s, like, um, vibes. theme, I guess. Yeah. Theme. yeah. <laughs> um, I it's will... Time period. And you love it. You also a, know I love a period piece. I was going to say so you love like, a period piece. That's why I like this. Oh, you're going to love next week's movie, then. Um, the film was released... Weird, weird release date. Uh, December 14th, 1990. I don't know why this isn't a, a spring, early summer release. Because they celebrate New Year's, maybe? I guess, but I... In the movie? The, the vibe to me in this was... Maybe because they're on like they're in like New England, um, and but I, they're like in New England when it's cold, basically. I don't know. I just that seems strange to me. Um, budget was twenty million. It grossed thirty five million in the U.S. That's not that good, then, right? Not great for like a share movie at that time. Yeah, not great. Um, <laughs> funny story. So the runtime is one hundred and ten minutes. So that's it's an hour and fifty minutes. Um, and then next to it on IMDb, it says Ontario edited 93 minutes. <laughs> Honestly, why didn't we watch that one? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, where, where can we find the where Ontario? Where can we find that one? Because I was like, there's parts of this that are dragging. I was like, there's parts I would have clipped, clip cut. Yeah, like... yeah, yeah. Um, you want to talk? Let's get into it. I presented you with two movies for this week. And you, you said, no, we're going to do Mermaids because you really enjoy Mermaids. I'm going to say, this is the first time I've ever seen this movie. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't like it. Yeah, okay. I That's understandable. And honestly, like, I have, again, I haven't watched it in my adult life, but... Um, she watched it when she was 24, and then she watched it when she was 26, <laughs> and it's brand new eyes. Um, I honestly will say, like, I... I don't know if it's increasingly since I've become an adult or even more so, or it's something that's always happened to me, but I've just like been able to realize things after I became an adult at 25. Um, It's the year of of realizing. Yeah. That I like, it's really hard for me to watch things where like people, I feel embarrassed for the people. And in this whole movie, I feel so, I don't, whatever, what's the daughter's name? I don't even remember. Winona. Charlotte. 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 I feel absolutely like so embarrassed for her the entire time because we're basically in her thoughts yeah for... and, they're, and they're bad thoughts <laughs> yeah so she basically like w- has wanted to be a nun or like is obsessed with like jesus and they're not even like catholic, catholic or yeah. anything yeah um uh, yeah which is like a weird thing i'm gonna say i got gilmore girls vibes from it um yes yes probably just because it's like single mom with who is Cher yes but it's also like kind of like extremes like Lorelai is like a party fun like this and then Rory's like super studious like all of this stuff so it's very the same like it's a like like a New England town yes um they're in Connecticut yeah yeah I thought it was I thought it was Massachusetts well, when she drives all that way, she goes to New Haven, and that's Connecticut. Oh, okay. I don't know how... It might be Mass. I, I don't, don't know. know. It says on IMDb they filmed it in Massachusetts. That's why I just assumed it was Massachusetts. Yeah. Um, but I just think you had this great cast, and I think yeah. that the cast is doing... First of all, Winona Ryder got a Golden Globe nomination for this movie, which I know I just shit-talked them for, for ten minutes, but that seemed very odd to me when I when I read that on the IMDb. I 
don't know. It seems fine for me. What other movies did was she in before this? It was just Beetlejuice. Yeah, so she was pretty fresh, and, right? And Heather's was the year before. Oh, yeah. So she was pretty fresh. Yeah, she was 19 when she shot this, playing yeah. a 15-year-old. Which, yeah. if you want to get to the real, <laughs> the real issue with this movie is... Uh, the her like love interest is twenty six years old. Did you not catch that? I didn't catch that he was actually twenty six. Yes, yeah. he's twenty six. Oh, I knew that he was like older, but I didn't. And then he wasn't in high school, but I like assumed he was like just out of high school. No, he's twenty six. Yeah. Okay. That that's not right. Um. And then he like makes out with her, and then has sex with her on top of that bell tower thing. Yeah. What? I don't and, know. And her, and her, while her sister literally drowns. While her sister, Christina Ricci. Yes. Becoming Honestly, Casper. Where was her Golden Globe nominee? Because I love Christina Ricci. I love that my, she's just in the in the tub all the time. Role. She gives the best like parts of honestly this whole movie when she is walking with the pumpkin on her head. Like that scene doesn't need to happen at all, but is amazing. When she also, it's like. Why is there a pumpkin there? Like, I guess they're trying to be like, yeah, it's Halloween time. But then there's like, they don't, they dress up not for Halloween, but they dress up, the mom dresses up for a, a for New, New Year's, Year's Eve party, yeah. which is, I love because that, that look is iconic. Yeah. Them all sitting in the bathtub is iconic. Yes. Like that's, and it's like, doesn't make any, that like, that's the only time they ever mention mermaids where they're like, I'm going to go in my mermaid car. I take my mermaid purse to the mermaid party. Yeah. And like. That's it. Um, but <laughs> Mermaid purse to the mermaid party. <laughs> <laughs> they literally say something like that. But then the other part that is when, I don't know if it's when she's at, I don't think it's when she's at the party. But no, 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 no. It's like the other time when they're home alone and she's dressing up in all of like um, Cher's clothes. Yeah. Char- Charlotte is. And then um, in Mrs. Flack's clothes. Mrs. How Flax. she calls her mom Mrs. Flack. Yeah. The fuck. Um, and then they're like drinking wine. Yeah. And then... Christina Ricci is like literally glug glug glugging it down and it's amazing yeah I I do I I think I think that the cast is so top tier that and I wonder if if like people felt it at the time when you're like oh my god Winona oh my god Bob Hoskins even though we're not like oh my god Bob Hoskins but honestly he was great like yeah I loved I loved him in this and then they're like, oh my God, share. And then you go and it's like, it is this very sweet, simple story of this, of a mother and her daughters, but it's discombobulated to me. Yeah. Like, like it's just like scenes strung together and not in like a terms of endearment way where it's like vignettes and like showing like various years of life. It's just like random things that are kind of happening, strung together by a weird voiceover by Winona Ryder talking about like wanting to be a nun. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And she like and like repenting and like yeah. doing Hail Marys and stuff in her head. Yeah, it definitely like, is interesting. Again, I will say like the entire like allure of this movie to me is Cher. Like and she does like her everything she wore, like whoever did the costumes, I hope that they were um nominated for something. And I'm like obsessed with it, but um, I'm surprised you haven't done that as an outfit. What the, the, the mermaid the, one? The, the mermaid outfit, yeah, yeah. That's like <laughs> intense. Ugh, I wish. Yeah. Um, 
I hear Lenny. Oh, we have movement. Hey, Len, what are you doing? He's looking at himself in the mirror. Ooh. Checking himself out. Now he's looking at me. I was going to go into our bathroom. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, um, I just think that this cast is so good, I wanted a better movie for them. Yeah, I will say there was parts that I thought you could definitely, like, clip, clip, clip. Like, I, like... I don't know. Like, the part where her going to New Haven and with this yeah, family, why? that made me that absolutely was, want to die. It was so weird. That made me want to die, and I would never take in anyone. And, like, it <laughs> it is sad, because, and then, like, the whole time she's, like, obsessed with her father. But, but I'm also, like... But there's like, no payoff for that. Like, it's... Nothing ever happened. Like, nothing, nothing exactly, becomes of it. Exactly. And I'm also, like, it's... Like, she's 15, she has to kind of know that her dad is not coming back. Yeah. If he hasn't seen her since she, she hasn't seen him since he was, she was four. Yeah. It's just, I don't know the, and I do think it's a really good Winona performance. When I was reading reviews for it, the, the, the takeaway from the reviews were like, this is, this was Winona's like, people were like, oh, people were like, Oh my God, like we should take her seriously as opposed to like Heather's and Beetlejuice, which I think honestly, I'm going to say are better movies than this are than, than like this film is, I think. I would rewatch Heather's and Beetlejuice more than I would rewatch Mermaids. I've never seen either of them. Actually, I think I've seen parts of Beetlejuice, but I've never seen Heather's. I just like I don't know like or Beetlejuice. Actually, I've never seen it, <laughs> but I've seen Mermaids multiple times. Multiple times. Um, why? But like, can I ask you besides Cher, like what it was that like why you wanted to keep going back to it, or was it just? I Cher? don't think it was like my choice. I feel like it was always on TV channels. Okay, like I don't, and that's how I watched it. I don't think like I had the DVD or it was something that I was like searching to watch. Okay, I think, but yeah, I think it was always on like TV. I just also like, I I really do want to just keep talking about how Winona's character is fifteen and the boy that she has sex with is 26 because it's really bad. And also that boy is not a good actor. Um, yeah. Um, he plays, you've seen 16 candles, right? Yes. He's Jake Ryan. Yes. Which like great role, but that's because Jake Ryan barely spoke in that movie, <laughs> which is what, this, which is what this boy should have done in this movie um, while he was driving the bus. And I was confused about why he was the bus driver and why she was the only person on the bus. Yeah, and also for her to, like, literally, like, have relations with the bus driver, that's got to be, like, absolutely illegal. <laughs> it's illegal on so many levels. This man is a predator. He's a predator. It's, it's like, not good. Um, things that I did like about it. Um, the mermaid costume. I love when the, the, um... What's his name? Like the, the, what's the boyfriend's name? Joe. Is it Joe? Oh, wait, Lou? Which boyfriend? Hi, Vin. Um. Hi, Mike. I'm Ari. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> you gotta go, oh, they're not in the fridge. No, um. There is Big Len, Big Len, Big Oh, Len. I love Big Len. <laughs> <laughs> We've been calling him Big Len. <laughs> um. His name is Lou. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so when Lou, Lou, what's his name? When he makes the, like, the underwater room for them, I love that scene. Yeah. Um, I 
also love the scene of them at the party and he like stands his ground basically yeah. to say like I I want all of you or nothing basically. Yeah. Yes. I do really like Lou and I think that he's like a really good character and he's just like lovable in every way possible. And it's not someone immediately, like, when you see him, you're kind of like, I don't know if I want this for Cher. But then you realize that, like, you do want it for Mrs. Flax because he's such a good guy and he loves her kids and cooks pot roast for them and, like, just I wants know. to be a member of the family. Which I'm Literally sure... paints an entire room in his house. Yeah. Like... Which I'm sure is hard for her, like, being a single mom. Like, you know, she says it, like, it was never part of the the, the agreement that, like, you were going to get close to my kids. Yeah. Um, which is, I, but it, it, that's also contradicting when she's like, "Oh, like I have to go somewhere watch yeah. my kids." <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. sorry. Yeah. I also think parts I would cut out. I was like the whole JFK. JFK. Thing, I was just about to say that it really did absolutely nothing for the entire film. It just like set the scene of the time period. Um, I think that it's there because for whatever reason, and I don't even remember why. Why is the the twenty six year old boy crying about it? He's crying in the bell tower about it. Yes. Um, and yeah. then and then that like that's their like first kiss. Yes. But why yeah. I don't remember why he's crying about it. Is it just because JFK was shot? Or is he like thinking about his old girlfriend? I don't remember. I don't like, remember. That, like, <laughs> I do love that scene though when 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 he's like kissing her neck and all she can see is like the various saint statues. <laughs> yes, yes. That's like the one one of the things I vividly remember from watching it as a kid. <laughs> And <laughs> it, like, traumatized you? Yes. Uh, now you also just see Saint, Saint statues every time you kiss? Yeah. Come here, Um, I don't know. I think I, I, I never fault a movie for being predictable or, like, knowing where it's going as long as it's interesting as it goes. Um, I think this movie is very predictable, and also just not that interesting as it's going along, which isn't, okay. isn't for me. Yeah, I think, it, like, watching it this time, I was like, it definitely is long. It's feeling like it's dragging. There's parts I would definitely cut. I th- but will I revisit it in five years? Yeah. Five so. years? Yeah. I'll revisit it in five years. <laughs> At that point, I'll be a whole different adult. I'll, like, I've gone to my next form of adulthood, so... Right. I might have a whole new perspective on it. And and I guarantee you that you will still not pick up on the fact that he's 26. You'll still think that he's just right out of high school. High school, yeah. Um, yeah. It's like that. It's every time you rewatch movies and like things like that pop up, you're always, at least for me, I'm like, how did I never like realize this like before? Like that happens with uh, Never Been Kissed. Um, like, because... The, She's like a 30-something year old, right? Yeah, but it's also like that weird dynamic that like the teacher thinks that she's a teen and like has a crush on her. And then yes. it's like the other side of that is that her brother also like enrolls in school who's David Arquette and then starts yes. dating, starts dating like one of the teenagers and you're like, but he's a 30-year-old man. Yeah. And it's like these things if you think too hard on them, the whole movie's like very scary. Um and that's why we don't we don't think on them. um i mean realistically everyone who plays a teen in a movie is typically like almost 30 anyway 
Yeah, I, I feel like they're... It seems like a Disney Channel movie. I feel like teens in movies are more typically, uh, like, probably, like, mid-20s. Like, early 20s, mid-20s. Yes. Um, I don't know. I I I I was very happy that that like you picked this movie so that I could finally watch it. Um, I feel like it was one of those movies that every time I said I had never seen it, you your mouth was ajar. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, because I don't know. I just feel like you would have seen it. <coughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, the assumption is that I've just seen everything, so. Yeah, that's why I'm surprised, especially, like, a movie with Cher in it that you've never seen. Not being, like, you are, like, the biggest Cher stan. I'm just, like, it's not, like, a nobody ever... A Cher and um, Winona was in it, so it's, like... Yeah. Confusing. Do you watch Stranger Things? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure. I don't think I watched the latest season. Oh, you gotta catch up before the new season comes out. Yeah, I don't know. I think I watched, like, the first couple episodes, and it just, like, really wasn't... Should I go back? Yeah, I love season three. Okay, okay, all right. It all okay. takes place in a mall, an 80s mall. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I never got there. No. Um, I'm, so if I'm thinking in my head, right, like power ranking share movies, uh, this one's probably last. Okay. Where am I putting Mamma Mia 2 and where am I putting Moonstruck is the real question. Where am I putting The Mask? Where am I putting, um... Silkwood. Have you ever seen Silkwood? No, I've never seen The Mask either. Um, I feel like you got to put Moonstruck probably number one, right? Yeah, I think I was gonna say I think it has to be number one. And I feel like Mommy had got to be number two. <laughs> Her like fifteen minute scene or at all that she's in the movie. Yeah. Um, where was her nomination? Um, we've done three share movies on this podcast at. At this moment, as we should at this moment. as we absolutely should there's no one in our lifetime in our children's lifetime in our in our parents lifetime that is gonna be like Cher like Cher is transcends age transcends uh-huh. gen, like Gender. generations like literally like Cher you could put me next to Cher and then they're like pick who's older and then they would pick me because Cher is an alien slash um immortal share found the fountain of youth and yeah that's yeah famously i went and saw the share show on broadway and it was it was fantastic i'll say it it's great it's great to just go and watch someone impersonate share and sing their songs for two hours that's like a dream it's a yes. dream come true and her her life like we think now like we think now like share has like she's always been on top that's what we yeah. think that's how like the media projects it but there was a time where Cher had nothing and then in when when believe came out she had to build herself back up that's it and that's the truth Cher lost everything <laughs> you sound like the intro to like an e-true hollywood story <laughs> <laughs> which is famously something that um called the culture that made me say culture is for me yeah She's you're like this tonight on E True Highwood Story Share. <laughs> Believe came out and then Cher had to rebuild herself. <laughs> it's like To be a talking head on any of those would be a dream to a, me. A, would be a dream. A true dream. Um Is there anything else? No, I don't think so. I think okay. we touched on all the main points. Um I wanna say, so before we get to our rankings, 
that next week, um, it, it's going to be a brand new sound, guys. Um, we have some exciting things coming up, some exciting things yeah, happening. Well, we will announce them on the next episode, but it's gonna, things are happening, guys. Things, things, are, things are, are happening. Hap- things are happening. It's all happening, Sheena Shea. <laughs> um, and then my next question for you was, do you want to spin the wheel now to pick next month's? Because otherwise I'd have to bring my computer to where we're going next week. Um... Let's spin the wheel next week. Okay. Come on. You're gonna make me bring my laptop. <laughs> All right. We'll spin the wheel next week then. Um for for June. Wow, crazy bananas that um after next week we'll be starting June month. Um And that is absolutely wild to me. And I told you before you know it, it's gonna be August. Just think about it. We really before it's August, we only have seven more episodes. Yeah. What was the theme we did for May last year? I don't even remember. Musicals? No, that was March. May. May. Teen movies? Teen movies. Wow, you're look at you, your adult brain. <laughs> My 25-year-old brain. Do you remember what we did for June? I like uh, this game. I like this game. Okay, June, June, June. Um... I don't think remember. think about what June represents. Oh, pride. Yes. Yeah, okay. Um what about August? Those were my <laughs> movies. <laughs> August was your month that you canceled. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um and then July was my truly like Frankenstein idea of uh the fourths of movies. I thought that was like October. Honestly, I don't remember. No, October was my month. Oh. <laughs> uh, when's my birthday? The second. I know. Iconic. I almost always say the fourth. It's fine. All right. Uh, let's do some rankings. Uh, all right. Um. Any... Uh, okay, so this beer... Let me take one more sip. I'm done with mine. Uh, I'm going to give it a 3.1. I'm going to give it a 3.8. Wow. High, I honestly high. like it. That's high. Wow. To me, this is good. So 3.45. Is our average so far? It's our highest ranked beer so far for this month. Okay, well, last month was wasn't, not, a, wasn't a beer. Wasn't a beer, and it wasn't good. Honestly, good. <laughs> it wasn't good. Um. Okay. Do you want me to tell you what you ranked Bad Moms? Yes. So you gave Bad Moms a three point four. Okay. So I'm nervous for mermaids. I'm gonna give mermaids. Uh, hmm. So I like don't know if I would say I like like Bad Moms better than I like this film. Which one would you revisit more? Mermaids. Oh, over Bad Moms. I'll give it a yeah. I'll give it a three point six. Which which one would you want to watch more, Bad Moms Christmas or Mermaids? Bad Moms Christmas. Three point six. No, give it a three point five. Okay. Um. 
okay, this is hard for me because I I am a share stan. I do love share, um, and I do love Winona, um, and Christina Ricci for that. And I love a, a mother daughter film. Oh, we should have did Lady Bird. Um, I know you famously hate Lady Bird. Um, no, I don't honestly don't remember it. Um, and I just remember everyone was gagging about it and they're like, you need to watch this film with your mom. And then I watched it with my mom and me and my mom were just like, this is a fine movie. Like, it's fine. I was gagging for it. I love Lady Bird. I also do not remember it. I did not remember that Beanie was in it at all. Like, yeah. I am blind to the movie. <laughs> um, but I also feel like this is, the movies we're doing are more overtly mom. And I think that that is, it is a mother daughter movie and it is a mom, but the mom's not like super front and center. Um, mm-hmm. as opposed to like these other movies that we're doing so we'll save ladybird for another time i was just thinking out loud because i saw my ladybird poster um okay uh this is hard for me i'm also stalling um i'm gonna give it a 2.5 wow <laughs> i just it, it just I don't so know. the score is a three is that how it works yep score is a three all right where does that fall amongst it's not it's this i don't think this is my lowest score i'm gonna say no no i don't think it is either there has to be something lower super bad is definitely worse than that (laughs) really hate super bad uh 2.5 for me is the same as princess switch which yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, maybe (laughs) maybe uh 13 i gave a two which yeah that feels right um I gave Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 1 a 2.7, which means that it ranks higher than Mermaids. Wow, which I don't think that is true. <laughs> <laughs> which one am I going to go back to more? I don't know. Super Bad, I gave a 2. So, 13 and Super Bad, same score. Um, yeah, I mean, like this Holland Drive, I gave a 2.7. So I like, I do, I try was like, I honestly, that was the worst, one of the worst things I've ever put myself through. Worse than Moulin Rouge? Yeah. Really? I don't know if I did that for my score, but it honestly was the worst. Mulholland Drive, you gave a 2.2. What I give Moulin Rouge? Uh, you gave Moulin Rouge. I, I just, you gave Scream a 2.75, uh, which we need to, I'll always bring up. Uh, you gave Moulin Rouge 2.5. Okay. So, like, around the same, honestly. Yeah. Uh, in terms of endearment, you gave 2.75. Yeah. That's uh, a mom movie. Is any... is That is a mom movie. Is anything going to beat Star is Born? Just truly, I would love to know. would love to know what's, like, what movie's going to beat Star is Born. I feel like what's it called... Like, um, Hustlers was, was pretty high. Okay, let's see. Um, okay, so... Just to recap, Stars Born was 4.8, right? As a combined total? As a combined total. So, let's see. Closest to it. Here's a 4.5, which was Gone Girl. Okay, that makes me feel good. Uh, 4.65, Legally Blonde. Okay, that's not wrong. No. Um, yeah, I mean, 4.5, First Wives Club... 4.5 book smart uh hustlers was 4.4 so like things uh, the closest the closest thing to it would be legally blonde which oh no the departed 4.65 oh 
Okay, that seems right to me. Yeah. I mean, Legally Blonde... Oh, Legally Blonde and the Departed are tied. <laughs> you As got, they showed You me. got yourself a... The, two, a, a, the a, two genders. The two genders, Legally Blonde and um, The Departed. Yes. Um, honestly, you got yourself an amazing trilogy if you do Star is Born, then The Departed, then Enemy Legally Blonde. That's like, wow. What a That's night. what really, like, put you on a... <laughs> That's why you end with Legally Blonde. Yeah, yeah. Keep it light. Keep yeah, it light. Yeah. Um... This was fun. Yes, always is, always is. And um, so next week, guys, it's the last episode of uh, Mom's Month. We are ending with a bang. We're ending with a movie Harley has not seen. Um, we're ending ah. with something that is camp, that is culture, that is iconic, um, that is gay culture, that is gay news, um, that is quotable, that is a true story, that is a period piece, that is kooky bananas wild and uh i'm excited to to watch it and get harley's thoughts yeah and we also again next week we will have a new sound a little bit we got exciting news we'll let you know at the beginning of next podcast but other than that i'll take you guys out you know the drill follow us on instagram at bruise on film um like subscribe (laughs) write a five-star review (laughs) Share with your family at a barbecue, word of mouth, gorilla market. Do what you got to do. Have a great weekend. We'll be in your ears next week. Cheers.